0: We have only 35 chambers. There is no 36. I know that, but I want to create a new chamber. And what would that be? I think Shaolin techniques should be available to all. So then, that's my idea for a new chamber. To teach the martial arts to the people, anybody. Welcome back to today's episode of My Three Cents. This one's called Wait for the Sun. So, I was thinking the other day um, about the energy of everybody I'm talking to. And, you know, a lot of times when you talk to me, it's always going to be something about something coming up, something happening that you might not have heard of yet. Uh, I just, I'm always going to be having that cutting-edge conversation with you, right? It's always going to be something along those lines. And what I notice about a lot of people is when you try to introduce them to something new, They can't grasp it with a new mind, right? Think about what I'm saying. They're grasping new things with an old way of thinking. Think about that. It's almost impossible to understand the stuff that's happening now if you're not able to change your mind. You have to be able to do that. You're not going to go anywhere with this new wave that's happening got to get involved you better figure out somebody around you that knows what's happening and talk to them right i always say expand your way of thinking once you expand outward your brain can't shrink back you see so you're giving yourself permanent effects one way or the other so in this one it's called wait for the sun because when you're anxious about What's happening in the future? Where am I gonna be? What? How is this gonna end up? I don't believe in crypto. I don't. I don't trust the stock market. You know, really, it's because you don't have knowledge of these different things, so you just um, might be fearful of them, right? Because we know fear comes from what we don't understand. When you don't understand something, that can create fear about that thing. Some type of apprehension. So. The first thing I wanna say about waiting for the sign is that to stop being anxious about what's gonna happen next in your future. You have to get back into the now. I always talk about meditation. This is not some type of spiritual cult type of anything. You know me, it's always about the body, the universe, energy, frequency and vibration. These are all what everything is made of These these topics Should not be taboo This is 2022 If you don't know about frequency and vibration in your body You know the alignment with the planets Being born under certain alignments And how it affects your energy If this stuff is still mysterious to you Then you're one of the people I'm talking about You gotta get involved Shake your old way of thinking So you can get something new You have to empty your cup at some point Right, so when you're anxious about life, um, <clears throat> a lot of people gotta stop and realize too that anxiety comes from worrying about the future. It's a, it's a, it's a form of uncomfortable time travel, if you will. Right, because when you're anxious, it's normally like you don't know what your future brings, and you're concerned about that. That brings anxiety. The problem is. The anxiety manifests in the now. So when you're concerned about your future like this, your your, your now is messed up and your future is unclear. That's how people go into a spiral. Okay? They're hitting themselves twice. They're taking up two time points. One is not even real, the future. The only one that's real is the now. So... When you're anxious, it's normally about the future. Just think about that. When you're when you're uh, when you find people that are depressed, and that live their life in a way that seems to drag uh, drag them, right? Like it seems like they're connected to something that they can't let go of. That's exactly what it is. Most depressed people are people that are tied to the past and can't seem to let the past go. So it's something about the past that has them locked up right this is what this is what brings depression or what we try to call depression which we know is just a series of symptoms we have to name this stuff right but you have to go in deeper to understand and understand what they're labeling you with because if you don't know what's affecting you you can take all the pills you want and yeah it'll change your current state right just another thing to alter your now the only thing that's real So that you can feel comfortable Or even maybe numb About your past or your future So none of that stuff is going to help you um, You know, the thing that's going to help you the most Is always going to be going inside So when I looked online at something just told me You know, look up what they say anxiety actually is So when I looked online I shouldn't even be surprised, but anxiety is actually perceived as an emotion. So they're telling you that when you become anxious, this is one of your emotions. Now, I don't know when anxiety became an emotion. I, I missed that. You know, they taught us about our emotions, our senses, but now anxiety is an emotion. And it kind of makes sense because everything now is shape-shifting. Boys aren't girls, girls aren't girls, or, or what? boys aren't boys, you know what I'm saying. Everything is shifting now, everything is changing. So when that happens, if you don't have knowledge, you're just going to be confused again because you can't understand the connection between things and how they change. Now, to me, this is similar to people with religion, you know, and Christianity and different things like that, whatever religion you're into. Because you are blocked in a way where you can't seem to understand that the thing you're connected to so tightly is just a rendition of something before it. It's nothing to feel any type of way about. But you got to realize what you're doing and say, wait a minute, all this energy I'm giving out actually belongs to me yes everything you experience is supposed to give you something not take something from you and if it does take something from you then truthfully there's something about the process of how you did it that's supposed to be the lesson right so I say anxiety is not an emotion. Okay? I think that anxiety is fear mixed with a type of insecurity. And I think that equates to what they try to call anxiety. I've had anxiety plenty of times in life. Um, I grew up with anxiety. And I look at my daughter and uh, I'm proud of her because she's not like that. And I know that she doesn't see it as something like, I'm not like, hey, I'm proud of you for not being anxious. But it's just that I observe it. I observe it and I'm just like, wow, that's awesome. Because as an empath, I can still feel it through her. So it's like, wow, that's what that feels like. To just move without that stuttering. If you've dealt with anxiety, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, And I would recommend not to take any kind of prescription, if anything, educate yourself about marijuana, educate yourself about that medicine, go get your card, go do what you got to do, because once you know about it and you can let go of stigmas, just like anything else, you can see that there are strains and this thing gets specific where you can find something that can affect you exactly how you want to be affected, no more, no less. So you gotta educate yourself about stuff and not just go based on what they taught you back in the past. That's, that's a lot of big problems with, uh, that brings a lot of big problems with our people, especially. We're stuck in the past. They know that. That's why they play you the slave movies and they do the narrative and the rituals every year where we talk about MLK, which they represent as Moloch, give to you as Martin Luther, which you know I already told you before. That man's name was Michael King. Whenever people give you something, uh, for example, and I'm going to get back on topic, but whenever people give you something, for example, somebody that, a celebrity or somebody that passes away a lot of times, especially rappers, which y'all don't realize, those people aren't dying. Those people's personas are dying. That's why they're using their stage name when they even talk about the tragedy. That's all I'm going to say about that. Just think about it. If real people were dying, I would think that the most respectful and normal thing to do would be to at least talk about the person in their real name. So I just want y'all to think about stuff like that. They sliding it right by you because you're not thinking. You're too in love with everybody's character. All right? Remember, characters have to die off at some point. Think about your favorite TV shows, people that got switched and swapped out. Characters got to move on. This is the only way, especially when you're a celebrity. You have to die out. What do they do in a TV show when they got to get rid of a character? They kill him off, right? Do you get sad? No, because in your mind you say, well, that was just the character. The real person's still alive. Now, think about the people walking around as quote-unquote real people, but walking around using their stage names. So that's just something to think about. But getting back to this whole anxious thing, right? Every day, um, in my mind, every day you get tasks, right? You get these different tasks that's presented to you that are going to bring lessons. If It just depends on what you do with them. Right? So we talk about free will. I've talked about it before. Um, My opinion on free will, my thoughts on free will are uh, free will is the right to interfere with whatever path you're on. Okay? Um, You're obviously born onto a path, right? Everything we do is altering our path, but every path is foreseen and spoken for because we can't do anything outside of. Right, are decisions that we're given. So just realize that too, we're in this thing where everything we're choosing is in this thing too. You can't just fly straight up to the moon in your body, right? So there's certain things that you can't do, these are the laws of nature, which gives us the nature of man, right? That's the connection with those laws. So there's a lot of things that we can't do and that we can do, that will alter and change the path that we see ourselves on. What does that mean? This is this is not a mystical thing, right? This just means that everything you do is giving you a different foreseeable outcome. Just think about it that way. Uh, if you wake up late for work, the foreseeable outcome is that you'll be late. <laughs> you'll arrive to work late, right? That you wake up you say oh it's 10 i was supposed to be at work at ten twenty, right so now there's already a foreseeable outcome in your mind you see it boom i'm going to get to work late this is how this works it's not magic it wasn't magic it was the altering of the events that's just how this place works so when we're talking about free will we're talking about the right to interfere But it is also the right to interfere. So when you do something and start acting on your own accord, if you haven't mastered self and you're making all your own moves, then woe unto you because anything that comes to you is your fault. You brought it, right? You were in control of your own narrative. This is why Christians say let go and let God. This is their way of kind of telling you don't try to control everything don't try to make all the calls let what's brought to you be what you do sometimes and what you face that's what they're trying to tell you they don't even know that they still think, you know there's an entity outside of them named God that they need favor from it's weird I used to be one I didn't think it was weird when I was in it but I kind of did right? So, every day you're given these different opportunities, which we can call tasks, um, that want to bring you lessons. This is my basic thoughts about life, okay? Now, when you exercise your free will, you make a move either one way or the other, you either accept or reject whatever has to be done. How do you know what needs to or quote-unquote has to be done? Because it's the thing that's right in front of you right now. It's the thing that's on your mind. You you didn't think of it. It just came to you, right? It's those things. They need to be dealt with. They come. They come at the time they need to come. Here's what happens. A person says, well, I don't want to. This ain't a good time for that. Now, you're telling Let's just use the term the universe. You're telling the universe, not now. When it brought. Now remember, the universe is a grand extension of you. Right? (laughs) You're a microcosm. A macrocosm. So, this is how we get entangled in our own energy and can't understand our higher self because we're in constant conflict with our higher self. You have every connection you need, but you do not know how to use it you'll bring yourself together on one side and be separated on the other side of the same cycle, tearing the whole thing apart. This is just like when a Christian says, pray for it and then don't do nothing else. You know, wait. They just tell you to wait. But what they're trying to say is, once you put an energy out, leave it alone. So these are all things that they they have the knowledge, but they don't, they don't understand it. And they... You know it's complicated because they have that connection to it because they can feel the realness in the uh, in the knowledge. They can feel the realness in some of the things they can interpret from the script uh, from the scripts, but they can't see it uh, from a perspective that's outside of it. So that's the thing. They're in the belly of it. So. Like I said, being anxious is equivalent to being in fear of your future, right? It's a, it's a, it's equivalent to being unsure. So how can they give you medicine for unsurety? That, that doesn't even make sense. You feel unsure about your future, they want to give you a pill to basically have you not respond to yourself, to basically help you ignore yourself. So that's, you know, this whole medicine treating the symptom thing. I'm surprised that everybody's not seen through this already. You don't believe in knowledge, but again, you go to a building where they have the Caudaceous staff right there on the building. You, ignorant of knowledge, <laughs> they got one snake on the staff now. They don't even want to give you the double helix or the twin energies anymore. They want to represent, nah, this is a bipolar event when you come here. You got to think about this stuff. If you don't know symbolism and what things represent, ask questions, look it up, take a picture of it. You got these smartphones. You see something out in public, take a picture of it. Search it on your phone. Go home. Find out. Why was that on the building? Why is that on the flag? Why is there a statue of these things? And it will open you up to what everybody knows that you don't know because you only know what they told you. So just like being anxious is related to the future, being depressed is connected to the past. I always talk about shadow work because shadow work is extremely necessary um, in life, especially for black people. You got to do your shadow work. You got to go back where you were uncomfortable, hurt, whatever happened. You need to go back there and address it with the hurt kid or whenever it happened. You have to do that kind of stuff. When you tuck thoughts away, not only are they eating up energy and not only are they holding energy hostage that you can't use on other things, but they're just waiting for the opportunity for anything related to them to trigger you so that they can just pop up nice, fresh, like they just been waiting on you. This is how things happen. You gotta deal with things. Our people aren't taught to deal with things. We're more leaning towards fighting And I get it, had a lot of fights in my life. I get it, trust me. I wasn't a fighter at the beginning because I didn't feel the need to have to put my power on anybody. I was told to fight. We're all told to fight at some point. But when that's all we know, it becomes a problem. When there's nobody to come back to you and say, all right, now stop fighting and learn how to assimilate With certain situations and things So that you can gain More of yourself Let the fighting energy Transmute into some other energies It's very easy Because I mean just look at fighting Look at that and look at love right Don't you fight for what you love See see how easy that was There's other connections and avenues That you can channel this stuff To where you're not destroying yourself Trying to quote unquote yourself so depression has to be dealt with through shadow work go back forgive yourself let your old self meet your new self and understand and understand that everything's alright see you don't have to have that beat up hurt kid back in the closets of your mind down in the corner you don't have to do that see so that alone will help you get rid of depressions because what does it allow you to do? Bring that energy back into the now. The same with being anxious. Once you realize that that's what it is, and you'll say, wait a minute, I can have premonition by coming back to my now in dealing with the future. Instead of being and feeling unsure about what I foresee, that's only because you're not foreseeing anything. If you get back to the now and move in the now, you automatically get premonition of your future path because it's always based upon the now, always. Even your past is based upon the now. Think about that. Because remember, the past and the future is not real. The only thing real is the present. Remember the connection with the knowledge of when you get that, you also understand why the present and the gift is the same. Because that's the connection, to realize that this is where you have to be to get anywhere. So how does now determine the past? Because how you feel now about the past determines how you feel now about the past. Easy. The past can't make you feel any type of way. That's what we as black people gotta remember and think about. Why are you holding on to the pain of the ancestors when you already have that in your genetics, which tells you that you're supposed to be healing that. So how can you heal that from the inside when you're focused on slave movies and all these different narratives that you have not researched and understood? You even got the sign and didn't follow it. That's our people. You know, I've talked about these slavery narratives a couple times, and there's even things that I've learned since then where I'm going to have to do another episode to go even deeper on what I've been gifted in knowledge to see about older eras other than the one that we keep arguing about, this history timeline. There's older eras that we're not even privy to. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but trust me. Yes, at some point they did bring some of us from Africa, but guess what? Before that, they took us from these lands and took us to Africa. Wrap your mind around that because we were already everywhere. So the biggest farce is the timelines. That's what you gotta be aware of. I mean, when you have something called creative rights, you start changing the color of people, you start changing the art, you start changing the books Hey man it, The only way you're going to get the knowledge Is by going inside And being guided To what to find It's really that real now So depression is connected to the past You got to do shadow work like I said And it's it's this feeling of being tethered to the past But being thrown into the future When you're depressed Right you're, You You can't you can't see your future clear So you're you're obviously in the future Right You're trying to perceive it Because you're judging it But you're also Connected to the past Where you can't move forward That's a tough place to be That is a tough place to be So um, When I say wait for the signal It means get out of the what ifs Get out of the future where you're what what if what if this happens? Or what if if I would have did that. You see how you're in between right now? You see how you're in the middle? Because you're talking about if I woulda did that, it would have did this. So you go back to the future, you go back to the past, you change something, you go back to the future. It's just like the movie Back to the Future. Don't change things in the past because what? When you go back, something's gonna be different. It's all the same knowledge. Everything is everything, right? So, uh, the signal is whatever's in the now to be done. So, whatever life presents you in your now is actually the signal. That's the thing. That's the sign. Okay? That's the sign. Um, I was shown in a meditation once when I was coming out of the meditation that... um, Life was designed to not scare you. It was actually designed to, to help you. The whole point was to help you. Um, to help you evolve as an energy. And so everything that you're going to be faced with, if you become too earthly, you'll be trapped in your senses. And also the downside of that is that everything will have to make sense. You won't be able to see with a greater vision. You'll be trapped in your senses, right? If you become too earthly, and you won't be able to understand certain events as what they really are, because everything here is designed for you to go to it forward head on. Think about what I'm telling you. Now, you have a thought, and then what you do is ponder that thought, and then you say, well, Mm, I would do that but so then you find a reason not to do what you already your higher self showed you this is what you should do you give yourself three reasons why you shouldn't do it tell me you don't do that everybody does it we've all done it the thing is (laughs) stopping yourself from doing that and say wait a minute this thing presented to me the more you snap out and say, wait a minute, this thing presented to me could, let me let me follow this. Let me see where this leads. Lo and behold, it led you to a great opportunity. And you think back and say, whoa, if I wouldn't have took that first strange leap, I never would have got to this opportunity. That's how real it is. Again, that's how real it is now. You better get on point with these energies and get precise and stop moving yourself forward and setting yourself back and playing the game and telling everybody that you're trying so hard and you just don't get it. Oh, you get it. But it's something that you're not doing. It's something energetically that you're choosing to not do actually. And you might not even see how it's connected to what you feel like um, is going bad. You might not even see how uh, you're supposed to work out it pops on your mind. I'm just picking something out there pops on your mind to work out this might be one of y'all's situation it pops out of your mind it pops in your mind to work out you say yeah i do need to work out i did say the other day i was going to work out this is the perfect time to work out for some reason you don't work out right now what you don't realize is later that day or the next day or whatever the case may be because during this time where this thought came into your mind to work out right you have other things going on in your life So whether it's business, family, whatever it is, so what you don't realize, and this is what most people don't realize about life, when, okay, when something happens, one thing, I don't care what time it is, if it happens in the morning, afternoon, or evening, on what day, if it happens, it doesn't happen as a single event, it happens as a culmination of all the other things you got going on, so, Let's go back to the man or the woman who got the thought in their mind about working out who ended up not working out. No big deal, right? Wrong. Because something else you got going on in your life also will feel the effects of you not following through on something that would have not only made you stronger, but would have also backed up, uh, let's say, it would have made your higher self in a closer connection with your normal conscious self. Let's put it that way it would have bridged the gap just a little bit by you actually listening to yourself, by you actually going against what you would normally do. You chose to be normal, normalized, right? So by doing that, you got to understand, if you're waiting on a blessing around the corner for something else, your business or whatever it is, and you can't even follow up on your own thoughts, you can't even get up and do something, something simple that only you are a witness to, but you and people connected to you will get the benefits of, right? Then you can't be surprised when that deal doesn't come through or that thing doesn't work out because there's something you could have done where you didn't do anything. All is connected. I say this all the time. Everything is everything. So you might not realize that when you're rejecting these small things, you're stopping... Like when you reject what comes right at you at the time it comes and you say, no, I'm not gonna do it or yes, I'm gonna do it. Yes, you alter your path either way, right? But when you choose a no over a yes, this is the difference between a no and a yes. A no is a blockage. When you choose that over a flow, right? A yes is a flow. So when you choose a blockage over a flow, you gotta understand that somewhere else in your cycles of things, that's all cycling and happening. Because you block this one, when that turns, it's going to block the, the one it was connected to that's going to block the one it's connected to. That's how this thing works. Follow through with yourself. Because you're not going to realize that when you, when you keep putting these no's out, you're putting something back into the cycle system where you're saying, basically, come back to me at a later time. And it says, okay, I'll do that. I'm not going to sweat you. I'm not going to force you, right? So it's got to come back. But what you don't realize is that while it's on its mission to come back, you have halted and slowed down other things. That's just the nature. You can't have a machine where you're slowing down one cog, but the rest of the gears and cogs are working properly. No, it doesn't work that way. You slow down one gear, the whole machine gets weird. Everything is like that. The watchmaker. It's the watchmaker knowledge. Right. So the signs. Trust the signs. Right? And 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 really that's just a saying because you really don't have to trust anything. Just stop being a coward. Do what comes to you. Don't look at it and say, it's too big. It's or it's beneath me. Don't do that. Because if it came specifically to you, then it's for you. It's for you to handle. You'll see what it was for when you let it flow. When you block it, you won't know anything. You'll just know you're blocked, and you'll kind of have this, this, this uh, cloud hanging over you, right? Or at least that's what you'll feel like. So free will gives the ability to reject the mission. Remember, free will is just your ability to say yes or no. Um, and so in my opinion In my three cents Is that it, it gives you the ability To reject the mission And to choose And once you choose You have altered the path The path that you were previously on Gets altered So what you're doing Is creating all these new outcomes That are just waiting for you now To show up and there, There's no way around that Everything we're doing does that. That's why empathic people can almost read minds. We're almost psychic. Because the stuff we see tells us more than I guess the average person is picking up. Matter of fact, it tells us so much that we feel it as well. You see how that works? That's what makes you empathic. That's what that is. Is I'm able to enter your energy space, even from afar uh hearing you or seeing you or sometimes even thinking. That's how that stuff is. I can get people to call me anytime I want by simply putting those thoughts out or think about them. And that's how I also can see how connected they are. I got a friend call me the other day, he says, Did you call me? I said, Nah. I said, Well on the phone? And he was like <laughs> He was like, nah, uh, telepathically. And I said, yeah, you crossed my mind about 10 minutes ago because I was gonna call and tell you something. It was uh, something I was gonna tell him about cryptocurrency, something I had did for the first time, something I purchased. And uh, yeah, but it just goes to show, when you when you have these talks with your friends and you guys get, up, get out of your stigmas and weird fears and cult religions and all that, you can actually figure out more of what life is about and what it's doing and have more fun with it. And you can flow with it rather than block it and take your chances, right? So this is why it's important to face what comes at you. Like I said, life showed me coming out of the meditation that uh, one day that you know this whole thing was about these opportune, every moment is an opportune moment, right? Every moment is a divine moment. Everything, every time you come across a person, talk to them, meet them. Have you ever uh, spoke to somebody for the first time, walked away from them, and then wished you would have said more to them? This is what I'm talking about. All these are the things that alter your path, all the things you're presented. And sometimes when you're not in your now, you don't even recognize the moment. You don't recognize that this is another one of those moments where I'm being presented something where I can reject it and move on basically tell the universe I got this or I can look into this thing and understand why it came to me because that's the bigger question. So it's important to handle what comes your way and not move in fear because they pump fear in this realm and this reality Based on, you know, everything they give us and they produce and the environment and this and that. They pump fear over knowledge. Think about that. How many of y'all have heard the term global warming, but how many of you know what it means? (laughs) That's That's just an example. They can hit you with so much fear where you'll be scared about something you know nothing about. So you got to understand and understand these terms, the terminology. That's why I tell y'all, etymology is key. Get into etymology. Look, don't just go online and type in etymology. You'll find what they call etymology dictionary. I hate to tell you, that's going to get you only so far because they they know that people will eventually look at etymology. So for those of you that are more open to the knowledge and really want to find some information, try putting the word esoteric in front of etymology. Try putting the word esoteric in front of dictionary or encyclopedia. Then you can get your hands on some things that will make more sense to you. And like I said, remember, esoteric just means hidden. Because the truth of the matter is, some of this stuff is not supposed to be spread to each other in such a haphazard way. I'm not supposed to just tell you about the existence of a lot of different things in the realm without really knowing my audience and who I'm talking to. So, I'm very careful about that, and I also would rather lead you to the knowledge or just get you inspired to go look for the knowledge yourself. <clears throat> that's more so what I'm into. So, that's why I move that way because the real knowledge is very heavy, and this all has to be baby step. Um, if you listen to all, like, if you're one of the people that have heard all the episodes, yo, you know something. If you have heard every episode I've ever done, You know something I know you know something And you know something about me too If you've heard all these episodes Because everything is connected And all I'm doing is getting on here When I'm told to get on here And record something I have probably 15-20 books um, Tablets, books and things Written out of just Thoughts and downloads, dreams. If I include the dream books, I probably have, you know, 30, 40 books. This is years of this stuff. Now, the knowledge books actually is only in the the years that I started to become awakened. I started to fill up book after book after book. So now I can go in any of these books and pull out something and say, well, I can talk about that. You see, but that's not what I do. I actually wait. And really wait for the sign Just like I'm telling y'all right now You see I'm not trying to create my path Because I like the path I'm on If you like the path you're on If you ever get to a point Where you feel like you're in a good place Right um, Then flow. Don't block anything in that Once you're in that good place Let everything be It's almost like people becoming superstitious They want to keep doing the same thing And thinking they can get the same result It's similar to that Because it's like, don't block the energy And you can keep getting the same result So it's kind of the same But that's probably where that comes from You know, you doing something different changes the energy So it's really not even the thing or the superstition, right? So, like I said, the signal How do you know the sign or the signal? Because it's what's in front of you now to be done you either going to go at it like a beast Or you not ready It's only one or the other It's never Oh I didn't go because I wanted to It didn't look safe Now that means you're not ready So you can make any excuse you want For why you didn't Make that bold move Didn't take that chance Didn't ask for that I mean whatever it is You can keep making excuses And saying that you're waiting For the time to be right And yo Any of y'all out there If somebody That's listening to this with you Or somebody you know that will listen to this is somebody that's always telling you uh, that they're waiting on the right time for stuff and they always use that term, yeah, I'm just waiting on the right time. Tap them on the shoulder and let them know you're making excuses. It's always the right time. The right time is when it's on your mind. The, The challenge is, are you willing to stop what you're doing in your now and shift over to this What you have just been shown in your now That's always the challenge That's all it is How willing are you to shift? So, Like I said, this is why it's important to Face your task Face the task at hand uh, With no fear Okay, this is the main life uh, Main challenge in life in my opinion This is one of the main challenges It's just facing what comes your way Plain and simple. You know, for little kids, it's the bully. It's the bully at school. You got to face them. One day, you got to face them. That's when it'll stop. I don't care what it is. Tell me I'm lying right now. Send me an email or use use these networks and type me something and tell me I'm lying. Tell me how I'm lying. That anything that comes your way in life, if you face it, you will be great. you will get much more progress than if you say not right now not right now trust me I was a not right now person and even in some areas I'm still kind of not right now when I want to be not right now hey that's just me I'm not permanently this way because I'm forever learning and evolving so that means I can be comfortable as I am see I don't have to judge myself because I'm not stuck See how that works? You don't have to be depressed and you don't have to be anxious. Just don't be stuck. Don't be stuck in anything. It Makes me think about Bruce Lee when he said be water. (laughs) So, face what comes your way. Alright? The option is always going to be to run or to face it. And just to get a little bit scientific, it's just the fight or flight syndrome. And all of you have heard of the fight or flight syndrome. So I know if I mention that, you say, oh, okay, I heard that. He telling the truth. I know how y'all think, right? It's the reptile mind. It's that connection back there on your brain stem (laughs) that it gives you that ability to either man up, so to speak, and women, don't take offense to that because you can man up too because you know what I'm saying, Uh, or tuck your tail and uh, sneak off. And I'm not saying you're a coward when you do that Because it might not have been time for you to fight, right? You might have needed to sneak off and come back another time So what I'm saying is, though Those two things are built into you That's what they call fight or flight You're either going to stay and ride it out Or you're going to take off, ride out So um, That's always been built into us And it it has to do with a series of hormones being released So That's what I say Don't even get me started Because you know Love, all this stuff Is really just hormonal And uh, We gotta deal with it as it is But Be alright with what it attaches to Right? I think that would make more sense Than to pretend it's something that it's not Because we do that a lot We pretend things are what they're not So we're comfortable Instead of diving in on what that thing is And accepting it Okay So free will, like I said, is the right to interfere or enter into fear uh, once you started taking too much control and you're unsure what the outcome is going to be, okay? So you also get to a point in this thing where I feel like you can recognize your cosmic karma. What is your cosmic karma? It is everything laid out to you, basically what you owe, basically what you've paid, and the balance, and what I feel like happens, because it happened to me, um, I woke up out of a dream one day, and I was kinda shown or just kinda heard some type of way that my cosmic karma, my cosmic debt had been paid. So, I mean, this was such a big thing for me that I called a couple of my friends, and uh, they know I'm like that, you know, I don't, I don't really hide myself. Uh, so in some instances, I kinda come on strong because I can see the future. So I'm already waiting for you to get to where I'm waiting for you at. <laughs> if that makes sense. So, yeah, I even called them and let them know, like, yeah, uh, you know, I, I'll get this new insight, boom, boom. And this is what happened, and uh, nobody's surprised. But when I'm able, when I'm able to get these downloads and absorb them that way, man, it is, it is definitely a powerful thing. Um, and when you can hear that cosmic debt, like I didn't even know what cosmic karma, I had never heard of that term, Uh, cosmic debt, I had never heard of that term, but it just came to my mind, and uh, it said your cosmic debt has been paid, and it was just this feeling on me where, you know, it's all based on now again, And, and we start from here. And that's what I've been on. And that happened uh, during the beginning of the awakening. And I think that that might be, now that I think about it, that might be something that triggered my genetics activating is saying, yo, he's put the work in. He's come all the way back around. He's got to level up now. He's still here. So those of you that understand what I'm saying, you get it. If you're still here and you can circle around, you will level up and be next tier and you'll continue to heal your genetics, you'll continue to gain that cosmic knowledge and add it to your cosmic energy. And when I talk like that and say cosmic, remember all I'm doing is referencing the energy outside the body, beyond the body, that actually um, connects to what they call space and beyond. Whatever it is out there, you're connected to it as well. So the part of you that's connected to that is what I'm always referring to, all right? So, uh, pay attention to the signs. If you're in your now, you pay attention to the signs. How many times have you been on a road trip with somebody, right? You guys are riding and you got the passenger doing what? Looking for the signs. What happens when you guys are too distracted with the music or anything else and you're not paying attention? What happens? (laughs) You miss the sign. What happens when you miss the sign? You got to go out of your way. You got to come back around. And you got to head to that same exit. Just think about this. And you got to pay attention this time so you can get off the exit and actually do what? Progress the journey. So, just like in life, it's the same. Once you know you're on the right path, just ride. Once you've seen the signs, you stop worrying. Am I right or am I wrong? How many of y'all have been on the road and you didn't see a sign for a long time and you got worried and the longer you didn't see a sign, the more worried you became? Soon as you saw a sign, you felt relieved. This is the same knowledge. Everything exists in all forms. That's why I always say all itself, self All is reflection Everything is everything I truly mean that And I I truly believe that And beyond the belief I truly know that This is gnosis Not hypnosis So um, Yeah so When you know you're on the right path And I'll end it with this Just ride And When you get to where you need to be You'll know it You'll know it When you get to where you need to be, you'll know, right? You recognize your destination. Sometimes, even if you've never been there before, you just some kind of way, you know when you're getting close. You you say, I feel like we're getting close. Think about this. Now, this this all happens in the car on the road trip. Does it not? You get that feeling. I feel like we're getting close. (laughs) Even if you've never been there before. This is where that comes from. That's a microcosm of your life. It's just one of them. Everything is mirroring your life. So, yeah man, when you recognize the signs, take the right exit. Don't look at the sign and say, I don't believe it, and keep going. Don't try to know better than the signs. Don't say you're waiting on the right sign <laughs> When the sign said exactly what you read Alright When you see that sign Just coast Cruise man Relax You'll get to where you need to be And the funny thing is When you get to where you need to be Guess where you'll be In the now So So this has been another episode of My Three Cents, and I just want to remind you guys to wait for the sign, wait for the signal. Don't mess this up for everybody. <laughs> Repeat, listeners. Welcome back, as always, and I appreciate y'all, supporters. I definitely appreciate you guys. If you've heard these episodes, you guys know me by now. It's a dangerous thing to know me too well. <laughs> If you think you know me too well, you also might be a dangerous person. (laughs) All right, so uh, gratitude and wholeness, man. I appreciate y'all's energy. I appreciate the comments, people that reach out through email, people that know me that just call or text. I appreciate y'all. If this resonates, gives you something, pass it to somebody else. If not, come back and listen to something else until you feel it. And I always encourage y'all to check out the other episodes because like I said, um, they're all related. Don't worry about what they're called. I call them what I'm inspired to call them. But the knowledge and the information will never be separate. It'll never be its own thing. So you can't do anything in one episode. You can't do anything with a million episodes. It'll never be all the knowledge, right? So wholeness and gratitude to everybody listening. I appreciate y'all. And uh, until next time, this has been another episode of My Three Cents, Holiness and Gratitude. Go.